0: media.com
1: Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind
2: Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction The GameZilla Podcast
1: Is this the end of our civilization?
2: Prepare for gaming domination The mightiest monster of them
0: all the Dino Nine, Gamezilla. Look, there comes one of them now
2: Welcome to the Gamezilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host Grimlock, and with me in the Gamezilla Media Studios, my co-host, the Deadite Knight. I had briefly considered trying to do a turkey
0: call just now. Do it. Um, I, I don't even really like. I don't even
2: really know if I know how to do All it. All right, throw it. Throw it over. To,
0: okay, it?
2: now we're gonna throw it over. To to the to the sound effect master. Hey, I don't know
1: if I could top that. That's pretty good.
0: That was better. That was that better. Was better, than better. Than
2: mine. Player one, maybe. I didn't commit to it, but I should.
0: I should have went to it. Go. <laughs> no, nope, no, it's worse. <laughs> that sounded like this. <laughs> yeah, turkey emoji. We got turkey calves. <laughs> Yours gets to twenty-two. <laughs> all right. Put the turkey that's down. Your, that's your one
2: sound effect. I I, I'm, I I can do farts pretty good. Okay, let's let's just keep moving it on here. Welcome to episode two hundred eighty-eight of the Gamezilla podcast. Brought to you by our patrons. Yes, thank you so much
0: to all of our supporters at patreoncom slash Media. If you go there right now. You can see all oh, the goodness, including the exclusive shows. They're available to our $5 patrons. That's our exclusive access level But patronage. It starts at just $1 a month. So uh, join the club, get in on it, and start supporting your favorite podcast network. And don't forget, Games of the Media has a ton of great shows, and we all have exclusive content there. So go to patreon.com slash games media and uh, enjoy those extra shows from all your favorite friends here at Games of the Media.
2: Yeah, thanks again to all of our patrons, it wouldn't be possible without you, so we're gonna get into a pretty, a, a kind of a special episode today, and that is the Video Game Awards of 2019, the nominees are here, we know who's gonna battle, and we wanted to talk about who got selected, we wanted to give our predictions, we want to talk about our likes and dislikes throughout these categories. And maybe even throw in a few games that we think maybe got robbed during this event. So, that's what we're going to focus on primarily as our news. We got a couple special things lined up for you at the end of the show. So, make sure you're hanging out. But we're going to get into it right now. Let's get started here. The Video Game Awards. And, uh, Mickey, can you do that again? Um, what you did before we started recording? World premiere. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's perfect. Okay. So... We're not going to do every category because there's some that that people probably don't care about. So I'm going to get started here with one that we know. Player One Miggy can't wait to see the winner. And that is the best virtual reality AR game of the year. And your nominees are Asgard Wrath, Blood and Truth, Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, Wow. Trover saves the universe. Those are your five selections. First of all, shout out to No Man's Sky for crawling its way back into an award ceremony to win best VR game, uh, which I was excited when they announced No Man's Sky gaining VR support. But I mean, I have to, I have to give this to Beat Saber. There's not been a VR game that has impressed me and made me want to actually put my VR headset on other than Beat Saber. Thoughts on that, Dead Eye? Because I think you're probably in the same boat. I was really nervous this
0: year for the, uh, the annual Nerd Barbecue that uh, we host here at the studio by We, I Mean You, and <laughs> I just show up and get rowdy. Well, you had your PSVR set up, and... I lost my wife for the entire day. She was just in the studio playing Beat Saber all day. And you looked at me at a point like, you know you have to buy one of these, right? And I asked her, I was like, do you do you want a VR? Like, do you want me to start looking for a deal to buy you one? She's like, no, I'll just play it at Grimm's house. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like that answer. <laughs> I like that answer a lot. And uh, she saw a TV commercial for it just yesterday. And she's like, Grim never invites me over to play Beat Saber. I was like, you're right about that. That's on him. That's on him. she, um, she was a bad upset. friend. Yeah, she was upset friend. about it when she saw the beat. She's like, that's my game. As, as My wife very much in her voice, that's my game. I'm like, okay, <laughs> talk to your friend. Go play Beat Saber at his house. Oh, so. boy. Beat Saber's super cool. You know, I think No Man's Sky would be a really fun VR experience. But, you know, I don't know. VR's not really my thing, but Beat Saber's super fun.
2: Yeah, and... Um just a fun note: the VR is still down here in the studio from Nerd Barbecue. I haven't. Oh yeah, look at it over there. I, I haven't touched it since. That was then. August. Yep, it sure was. Um, <laughs> VR being a very important thing to player one, Miggy. Do you have any uh, input on this? Yeah, I'm thinking
1: thinking Beat Saber. Yeah, it's hands it. down easy, yeah. right? Easy. Trover is a good is a fun experience. I'm I'm shocked but Beat Saber. Definitely.
2: Yeah. So here's the deal guys, I'm signed in. I made an account on the Video Game Awards while we were um setting up. So as we go through these if as long as the group here is is at least, you know, 2 2 to 1 or whatever, I'm going to that's going to be our votes. We're going to oh, we're going to put our votes we're in. Fan vote. Yeah, we're going to fan vote. I it. like it. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Okay, I'm skipping the next one uh, cuz I don't care. <laughs> what? Are you, strategy game? You're not here to hype for Tropical 6. Tell me tell me how many of these games you've actually even played this year.
0: Um, you know, I downloaded Tropical 5 for free on PS Plus and never booted it up. There so we go. Don't tell me, "Oh, Wargroove. I did play a little
2: bit of Wargroove." So, Wargroove would get my vote if we were voting. Okay. Well, we're skipping that one. We're going well, straight to <laughs> Sports and Racing Game of the Year. Okay? And uh <laughs> <laughs> Look at this field of games. You're telling me. Yep, we got Good Crash, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. We have Dirt Rally 2.0. <laughs> then we switch right over to E-Football Pro Evolution Soccer 2020, oh. F1 2019, Goodness. and of course, FIFA 20.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh. Okay, is this one of those categories where we should try and think of something that should have been
2: voted there? Because I'm even still having a hard time. Was there a racing game that came out this year that deserves to be in here? When did Forza Horizon Four come out? That was 2018, so I don't think that counts. And Need for Speed Hot came out after the cutoff. Uh, yeah, but that was that game's hot trash. By is the way, Is it? yeah, it got good reviews. Trash. Why is it hot trash? I've, I've been watching footage. It does. It's not. Wait a minute. What what place did you say got good reviews? Because I've been seeing like fives. Oh really? I yeah. oh at least one of the reviews I watched was like yeah. Was it's like Game Informer because they give everything a ten.
0: No, I. I don't ever
2: go to they're Game Informer. Looking,
0: they're just looking for attention. Yeah, no, I don't ever go to Game Informer. Uh, I don't. It might have been Game Explain gave it a good yeah, review. Like, no. like it's nude for Speed back to form. It's bad. It looks
2: it's bad, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah, I'm really I'm really heartbroken to tell you this, but um, anyways, I, I don't have anything to slide in here right off the top of my head. Obviously, FIFA is going to win it because they always win it. FIFA 20, your your, your most popular uh, game out there as far or sports game out there uh year after year but if i had to pick one that i would like to see crash team racing nitro fueled let's give that the win
0: yeah i mean i'm i'm gonna support I'm gonna support that what about
2: making you on an input put on oh it's this? called need for speed heat not need for speed hot
1: <laughs> <laughs> need for speed hot garbage um crash What's, team racing for me
2: yeah all right we're putting the vote in it's that? not gonna win <laughs> I just want to, like, I don't am I allowed to move on, or is this something that you need to figure out these reviews? I need to see the like. I don't like Metacritic because I don't care what
0: other people think. They're giving the the critic score is a twenty four positive and thirty one mixed, one re- negative, seventy two. Conf- you are already confusing me. That was a lot of numbers. I don't know Metacritic. What, what's good and what's bad? I don't the, know. The, the, the reviews on here don't seem
2: like they're panning it. Yeah, it's, it looked look terrible. Game of the year. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay, <laughs> next topic is a big one uh, that I think we all really, really care about, and that is score and music. Mm-hmm. All right, so for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack, we have Cadence of High Rule. Yeah, Death Stranding. Wait, wait, wait. Can you say? Can you say that last one again? Death Stranding. <laughs> you do? Yeah, the poop's involved. Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3, and a game I've actually never heard of. What is this? Sayonara, Sayonara Wild, Wild, Hearts. Wild Hearts. Are you familiar with this game? No, no, I've been trying to find
1: stuff One it when oh, I heard it. Nominated. Interesting.
2: Um, so, out of all these games, I've played Devil May Cry 5, Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, I've seen enough Death Stranding to know what it is. My vote, honestly, and this is legit vote: Cadence of Hyrule has it has the best music score <laughs> out of these out of these groups. It's it's all it's
0: just a whole game of bangers, it, man. It is it's, it's, it is it's, music. It's like, Zelda music greatest
2: hits made into a game. It's yeah. awesome. How do you how do you not vote for that, Miggy?
1: This is a tough one for me because oh here we go Kingdom Hearts three
2: okay was, all right was,
1: was was it's like just straight Disney music Devil May Cry five soundtrack was amazing and Death Stranding hold on to that night. Death Stranding <laughs> <laughs> but, but seriously the music in the game does a great job at what game does a great job at accompanying the uh <laughs> um, the ambi- the ambiance of the uh, of the game. Um, and I've never played Cadence of High Rules, so I'm I'm gonna have to go with um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Norma Reedus with the fetus for this one.
2: Thank, ah. Thankfully, it was two to one Cadence of High Rules, so Gamezilla voting for Cadence of High Rules. Can I lay down an omission? Yeah, what's missing out of here? I mean, just because it
0: has like every amazing song ever. Smash Ultimate has so many hot songs in its soundtrack, Ooh, yeah. but it's because it's like a compilation. I mean, so is Cadence of Hyrule in a, in a way, but they're remixed. But I mean, there's a lot of really good music in that. I think it would be sort of, sort of a little bit of a reach to put it in, just because it is so many great soundtracks put together. But
2: yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Our next category up is Role Playing Game of the Year for the best game design with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. Your options, your nominees are Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy XIV, Kingdom Hearts III, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, and The Outer Worlds. This is an easy vote for me. The Outer Worlds came out of nowhere, has beaten all expectations, is the game that people have been asking for for years from Bethesda and other, other makers of this style of game. The Outer Worlds de- definitely deserves role-playing game of the year.
0: I, I think so. For, for being a, a fresh IP, coming onto the scene and, and stirring up the, the amount of attention that it has by being just a really well-put-together game, Absolutely.
2: Mickey,
1: Outer Worlds gets my vote.
2: It's a sweep. The Outer Worlds getting Gamezilla's vote. It's um, a sweep. Also, when when I look at it this way, Kingdom Hearts Three, unfortunately, you know, early early in the year release, just just hasn't doesn't hasn't held up as far as like momentum. Monster Hunter World. Is getting a, because it's an expansion and it's Iceborne or whatever, like I just, same with Final Fantasy 14. These games have been out, so it's kind of a cheat to me, and I know nothing about Disco Elysium. So Outer Worlds, easy victory for me. All right. Um, I'm going to go to Best Ongoing Game. Best Ongoing Game, awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. This one is a loaded category, guys. You got Apex Legends started off, followed by Destiny 2. Go ahead. Give me that sound effect. (laughs) Final Fantasy... I love you, Destiny. (laughs) Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. All these games... Even Destiny too, as much as, yep. as much as I give them, have, I keep wanting to get back to it. I just have a am not. yeah, have done a ton of evolution over this over this year, um, but I don't know this one. This one's hard for me. I I honestly I'm gonna give it to Fortnite, and the reason why, as much as like I I fell out of Fortnite season four and I hadn't and I didn't play for what six seasons, six or seven seasons, and then. They turned it all with a black hole where they literally ate the entire world up and relaunched it in an, entire, an entirely new streamlined game that brought me back in and actually made the game fun again Where and made it where it's competitive again and I can actually play. Like, I don't have to worry about the 10,000 items that are just causing chaos all around me. It's just, it makes sense again. I really like the evolution of Fortnite as much as when I when it first happened, I kind of actually said, "There's it's it's hollow. There's not enough to it." I've the more I've played, the more I have uh, enjoyed. So, that's uh, my vote. Fortnite. What about you guys?
0: I know if you look across the board, there's two games I'm never gonna play: Rainbow Six, Final Fantasy. The other three games I've at least played a little bit of. Only one of them in the last few months has made me think: Should I give this another try? And actually come really close to doing it. And that's Fortnite.
2: Wow. Because with Destiny
0: 2, I'm like, oh, it'd be cool. But like, I've never actually. Like, I at one point picked up my Switch and almost re downloaded Fortnite. I was that close to getting back into the game, which I was never really that into the game. So uh, just because they, they have made changes that I think have completely changed the meta around and revitalized the, the game to bring in casual fans like myself, I, I have to commend them for the big risk they, they took, where I think the other two games have played it safer, or in Apex's standpoint sort of fumbled the ball with yeah. the reshuffle. Apex I had a really hard time just getting hooked into. I, I really thought it was going to be the Battle Royale that was going to hook me. It just didn't,
2: yeah. And this and the uh, the new map and everything has actually been uh, from, from my experience, most of the people I know don't like it, so it, it's it's not necessarily a good revision. Um, player one, Miggy, what do you think?
1: Fortnite gets my vote, I'm sucked in.
2: Yeah, he even brought player one, Miggy, back into the fold, so there you go. Um, uh, I'm biggest gonna,
0: omission, uh, there was left out Rocket League. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> I I'm love going, Rocket I'm League, I'm going
2: game. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
0: I just gotta. That's my one. Oh, best sports game of the year? Rocket League.
2: There you go. There, that, but Rocket League should just win it every year, though. That's right. Uh, we're going to move into the next category, which is best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. This was one that... This is this is tough. This is actually a, a, a tough uh, category. We have A Plague Tale, Innocence, Control, Death Stranding... Disco Elysium and the Outer Worlds. This one, this one, I don't know if we're, if we'll all uh, end up voting the same way. I don't think we will, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna I'm gonna again go with the Outer Worlds. I think Obsidian is deserves a lot here, and I'm really interested to see if they're gonna walk away with a lot of awards this ceremony because the outer worlds really, if you haven't played it, you don't know what you're missing. and if and you know, just watching my wife play this actually because she's just about to beat the game now, like I know when something like she's she's a gamer, don't get me wrong, but she's that she's that gamer that'll like she'll play a game for a day and then she'll leave it alone. She'll play a game for a week and then she'll never touch it again. But when a game comes out that really like grabs her attention, she just not she just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're at. We're literally like I'm watching her where it's like she's in the game room more than I am. So, anyways, Outer Worlds. The story has been really interesting. I've 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 stopped what I'm doing and looked at her and been like, what's going on right now? Why 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 is this? Why is that? And the fact. The other fact of how you can manipulate the story and change things. You can, in theory, kill no one or kill everyone in the game and 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 keep going on with the story and just it crafts it out differently. It is a very interesting uh story. Hmm. I don't know. I ain't playing any of these games. <laughs> yeah, you don't really have a say in this one. Player yeah. we're not even gonna let you vote on this one. Player one, Miggy, what do you got? Well, this one's tough right. for you because because you have touched Control, Death Stranding, and you know of the Outer Worlds,
1: and a plague, a
2: plague Tale, and Plague Tale. Oh goodness!
1: Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Um, Death Stranding. Um, you're voting Death Stranding. Uh, All right. Well, no, actually, my vote. I'm going to go.
2: I'm going to go to my vote is uh, Control. I thought Control is what was yeah, going to get definitely. your vote. I really did. Uh, Remedy 505 Games Control, uh, very unique game, uh, lives within the Alan Wake universe, correct? Yes. And uh, is another one of those games that if you if you're not if you are unaware of what Control is, this is a game that you know this holiday with all the sales going on coming up here, try to find it. It's a, it you're gonna enjoy it. It's really cool. There was definitely
0: some place that had Control on a deal. Yeah, there you go. And I guess as a tiebreaker from the chat,
1: we've got Outer Worlds.
0: Boom, baby! Ooh, Outer Worlds. I like. World. I li- I like uh,
2: Us giving that that tie break to our man, BMC. That's perfect. Okay. All right. Outer Worlds it is. Votes placed. Moving on. Best multiplayer game of the year for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences. So, here we go. This is another loaded category. Big. Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, and Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Whoo! This is uh, this is loaded. So first of all, shout out to Tetris 99 for making it. I thought that was cool. I really like um, Tetris 99, and it's it's been a lot of fun to play a classic in a new way uh, as its own kind of battle royale. But um, this one I'm going to shift to a game that I have not been able to enjoy. I have not put the time into it that I thought I would. My friends love it. They've put hundreds of hours into it, and I can see the value in it and just the good job they did with the sequel. Tom Clancy's The Division 2 gets the vote for me.
0: Mm.
2: It's just too good. It, it, like They refined everything. They made it perfect. The world is beautiful. The, the multiplayer aspect from co-op, to PvP, to, like, there's there's everything in this game if you want it. And so, I mean, when you look at other games, it's one thing. It's a battle royale. It's a co-op game. It's, it's you know, I mean, I guess Call of Duty technically is the closest thing to having multiple different forms, but, but the Division 2 really is is the way to go. What do you think?
0: I have to follow my heart and go Borderlands, but I was really close to being like, I mean, it's super cool that Tetris 99 is a thing that exists and is being yeah. acknowledged. Like you said, like it's a classic game; everyone knows and loves Tetris. It's a really accessible online multiplayer game that anyone can enjoy. So, uh, it was really close to for me to go with Tetris 99, but I just have to follow my heart because Borderlands was super fun. It's one of the few games I actually played online with with another person in 2019. So, the fact that it's something I did enjoy multiplayer, yeah. I have to go with that. Uh, player one, Mickey. Um, I only have
1: experience with just, um, was it Apex on here, but I'm going to have to go with,
2: um, Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3. All right. Then that's the vote. I got outvoted that time, guys. Sorry. I tried to give love to Division. Borderlands 3 locks it in. I did see some people chiming in there saying Borderlands 3 or Division 2. So it, it, it looks, uh, it definitely looks like it was a close one there, but that's okay. All right, we can't pass this one up. There's only one person that really can vote on it, and we're we're not. I'm not even going to have an input on it. But mobile game of the year, player one, Miggy, you get the vote. We have Call of Duty Mobile, <laughs> yeah, Grindstone, Grindstone, Cyanora Wild Hearts. Didn't realize that was a mobile game. Sky Children of the Light, and what the golf. <laughs> Player one, Miggy, what is your vote?
1: Can I vote to abstain? I don't know about any of these games.
2: You played Call of Duty and you said it was great. It was, but it's full of
1: microtransactions, and I can't, I can't endorse that. The whole the mobile vote. genre is shut up.
2: Um, I said like, that is mobile gaming. <laughs> not really. Not, not, it not says really. right here for best game with most multi <laughs> microtransactions in gaming.
1: So I'm, I'm gonna have to give. I, I'm just gonna have to pivot it to. Uh, Give them a bone. Sayonara Wildhearts.
2: Okay. Sayonara Wildhearts. Uh clearly has has some uh, multiple nominees, so good to see one vote. I I have no no say in this. We're gonna we're gonna move on. You got anything for mobile uh that I I don't even own a phone. That's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> next next category is a big one for me. That is independent game. Best independent game for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. We have Bob is you disco Elysium katana zero outer wilds I know it's how confusing very confusing I, th- I think they did and my of purpose. course probably the super uh favorite untitled goose game man <laughs> So before Untitled Goose Game wins the vote, my vote is not going to go that way. I am going to give it to Katana Zero, a super cool game with some really cool uh, mechanics built into it. I got to try this out at convention, loved it, and uh, that's where my vote's going to go. But I have a feeling Untitled Goose Game's going to win. So uh, did I? Just because it is so unique
0: and so fun, I and you get to be an asshole the whole you time, have I have to you go have with to. Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, You have to. It speaks to my heart. Honking at people and stealing their stuff. It's
2: fine, Miggy. Go ahead. <laughs> Untitled Goose. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew it was going that yeah. way. I Boom. mean, there's, there's a reason why th- this stupid goose is literally being 3D printed everywhere. All and right. like, it, It's 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 literally evolved beyond it, just the game itself. It's a phenomenon it at is. this point. It really is. <laughs> I mean, when they're talking about it on the news, for God's sakes, you've done a good job. Um, I did see something interesting in the Mixer chat that they said a write-in for mobile gaming should have been Gears Pops.
0: That's actually oh, a good point. Oh, yeah.
2: It's a good point. That's, that's one I was missing there. But didn't that come out last year? I don't think I thought, it did. I thought that had been out for a, no, I don't a think little, it did. little while-ski. We'll have to do some research on that one. Someone someone look it up. Let me know. I'll do research. I also see um uh, that, oh, oh, we have a vote for Katana Zero. <laughs> yeah, it's a great game. But we're going to give it to uh, Untitled Goose Game. It deserves it. Uh, next category I have is Games for Impact. Uh, for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Uh, this is a this is one I always like every year that they do, and this year it's solid lineup. We have Concrete Genie, Gris, Kind Words, Life is Strange Two, and Sea of Solitude.
0: Gears pops came out in August,
2: so I have no idea what I thought yeah. it was over a I'm year say, old. It hasn't been out that long,
0: dude. It's August of two thousand nine, though. Yeah. You didn't let me finish, yeah. but totally should have <laughs> been. Totally should have been in the running. I think. Throw back to the pre-show when yeah. I got confused of what decade it was.
2: <laughs> uh, so all these have you know all these have some thought-provoking, you know, like a pro-social. Concrete Genie is about bullying, and that's. And I'm gonna go put my vote towards this game this is a game we actually made fun of when they first announced it because we didn't understand mm, what dumb. they were what they were doing with it until yeah. we actually got to see more of the game and understand what the concept was concrete genie a pretty cool game it's gonna get my vote this time around what about you Eye? concrete genie looks artsy but not
0: fun so yeah, but, you but this is the game creepy... of imp-
2: this is the game of impact area you get to make a ton of really creepy monsters that team up and help you fight bullies I
0: don't know I'
2: Honestly, my other vote my other one would be Sea of Solitude. We've saw we saw trailers for that one. That one looked really wild as well. I gotta say I didn't play any of these games and I don't really care about any of these games.
0: So I'm gonna give my vote to Fox McCloud server in the chat.
2: Oh he says gris. Okay. Okay. So we got one for gris, one for Concrete Genie, <laughs> player one, Miggy. Thanks for voting for me, Fox.
1: I'm gonna have to agree with my man Fox and say Griss.
2: Griss. It's a good it's a good option. Now Great what's it option. about? What how's it impactful? What's gris about? Uh gris, I. um Fox correct me if I'm wrong in the chat isn't gris have something to do with mental uh, mental health or something like that I, I, am I right? I can support that yeah yeah I thought so yeah so anyways we'll give it we'll give it to gris okay next topic best game direction awarded for the outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design the, it just keeps getting harder and harder. Control Death Stranding Resident Evil 2. Is it Sekiro? Is that how you pronounce that one, Mickey? Sekiro, Shadow Die Twice, and Outer Wilds. Best game direction of the year. Man. This one's this one's tough. This one's tough for me. I'm gonna give it to control. I think Control is very unique it 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 it's that game that isn't like I'm sorry Resident Evil 2 great job it's amazing but it's a remake you know I don't um, even know how Resident Evil is charting on on all know, it Evil has multiple two, nominations Yeah Resident Evil 2 for re, Resident Evil 2 was a great game and this remake is beautiful like I mean they did Capcom did a hell of a job here but Control is original. It's 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 yes. not, you know, it's something that we haven't seen before. It it was it's and that's one reason why people didn't play it because it doesn't have the name Resident Evil on front of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time when you did play it, you go, "Wow, this is something special." It doesn't have the name Cash Grab in front of it. <laughs> that's true. So, um, my my vote goes to Control. I'm also going to vote Control.
1: I'm going to vote Control as
2: well. Wow, sweeping it. Control Getting that getting that best game direction vote from us. remember guys you can go to the slash nominees and you can vote for your favorites and uh, help influence the uh, the event here that comes up on December 12th. All right uh, this next one you know what I really I want to do this um, and, and it's a new one presented by subway. It is the fresh indie game of the year. Recognizing a new independent studio that released its first game in 2019. So, we have uh, the, we'll go by, well, actually, I'm going to go by the game names, because not everybody's going to know, obviously, these developers. But we have Disco Elysium by Za. We have Gris by Nomada Studio. We have For My Friend Pedro by Dead Toast Entertainment. For Outer Wilds by um, Mobis Digital. Slay the Spire by Mega Crit, and of course, Untitled Goose Game by House House. Mm. This one's unfair, unfortunately, because Untitled Goose Game is gonna get the win. Um, man, there's a, obviously Grisk was a really cool game. My friend Pedro, super cool game. Um, Slay the Spire. I know a lot of people that enjoyed that game a ton, but the vote, my vote goes to Untitled Goose Game. Just for the sake of shaking things up, I want to vote for uh, Dead Toast Entertainment
0: and go with my friend Pedro. Yeah, it's a cool game. It's such a fun game. Just because we know Goose Game is gonna win Indie Game of the Year, so I don't, I don't mind throwing a, a vote at another cool title. Untitled Goose Game. For
2: me. Uh, untitled yeah, Goose yeah, Game. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's that's it's good. It's good. All right, fighting game of the year. For the best game design, primarily around head-to-head combat, we have some big hitters here. Big hitters. <laughs> they weren't reaching for any of these. No, they were not. These are all tier one fighting games. Here we go. Dead or Alive 6. Woo! Didn't even know it was still a series.
0: Jump Force. No thanks. <laughs>
2: Mortal Kombat 11. We can stop right there. Samurai Showdown. Samurai Showdown look cool. And of course, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I do love Smash. Yeah. So, um, to me, there's only two competitors here. It's MK 11 versus Smash. <laughs> and unfortunately, MK 11. I don't think you're gonna win this one. Smash has uh, come out and, and released one of the most epic Smash games ever. Um, And yeah, I think my vote has to go to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I'm voting Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat. When's the last time you played Mortal Kombat 11? Three months ago. When's the last time you played Smash? Probably about three months ago. All right. Well, that's fair. Player 1 Miggy with the tiebreaker.
1: I'm going to go for the underdog in Dead or Alive 6. Really? Yes.
2: Really, we have a three-way split, and actually, we have a four-way split. Fox McCloud server voted for Jump Force. Your vote is now nullified, and I regret giving you my vote earlier. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna have to. We'll have to wait to see if the chat uh, unties this, but I'm gonna move on. And if they do, we'll slide back to vote on it. But it's a it's a four-way tie. For Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Mortal Kombat 11, Dead or Alive 6, and unfortunately, Jump Force. Because Fox McCloud server wants to troll us. We're taking this seriously, man. We're taking it seriously. Chops, you don't get to vote for chops, Jump Force. Chops, you're out. Yeah, you're off the, the whole thing. You're fired. All right. Family. There we go. Fox McCloud services. It's got to be Smash. We're locking it in. We're Boo, done. Smash. The disrespect for Mortal Kombat. All right. We got, we got to keep moving here. We got a Fox, lot of you're, categories. You're a disappointment. We got a lot of categories. <laughs> you disappoint me. All right. Best family game of S- the year. Stupid
0: category. Just call it Nintendo
2: games. For the best game appropriate for family play, here we go. Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. So, aka Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo, That's Nintendo, what I'm saying. Nintendo. It's a stupid game. It's just
0: like, oh, let's give Nintendo a place because we don't want to acknowledge their
2: greatness in other locations. Let's cram them all in
0: family games.
2: Yeah, Chops, you used to have power in this company, but then you we then you and I both voted uh <laughs> Psyduck as the greatest Pokemon of all time. I no longer respect. And yeah, we both lost that power. Okay, anyway, Fox, Fox McCloud server, I still love you, son. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my vote here. This is a tough... oh man, this is tough. Best family game, huh? I'm gonna go Super Mario Maker Two. I'm I don't know. I I just feel like it, it's fun. You can you can you can build together. You can play together. It, it's just it's 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 got multi multiple facets to it. I'm gonna go Mario Maker, Super Mario Maker Two.
0: I. Love a spooky, good, family fun time and have to go to Luigi's Mansion 3. Okay.
2: Player one, Mickey.
0: Super Mario Maker gets my vote.
2: Yeah. Super Mario Maker moving in on. Getting the vote from GameZilla. All right. Okay. Sorry,
0: Gooigi. Gooigi's <laughs> Gu- great, okay. Gooigi's great. Not great, not not great enough. He Super Mario Maker Two doesn't even have Gooigi. How could you vote it as better? It <sighs> doesn't have Gooigi. <laughs> yeah, you got real quiet when I brought that it, up.
2: It might hear soon
0: though. When I brought the hard facts of it doesn't have Gooigi, you don't have a counterpoint.
2: Um, do we want to do any of the esports? No. Okay, we're gonna skip the esports. Not even the game? Is there a game? Where is that at? eSports game. We could do eSports game of the year. I'm fine with that. got team player host. Oh, here it is. eSports game of the year. Yeah, this one's good. eSports game of the year for the game that has delivered the best overall eSports experience to players, inclusive of tournaments, community support, and content updates. Okay? Counter-Strike Global Offense, Dota 2. Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch. Now, you have to think about this in the esports-like aspect, and when I think of that, there's no one that does it better than League of Legends. No one creates the hype. No one builds the, the change of meta. No one just continuously creates this whirlwind of, like, I want to spend money, and I want to go to these events, and I want to see it. It just doesn't happen. League of Legends is still king. They get my vote.
0: The issue with Dota is I don't care about it. The issue with CSGO is the game isn't fun. The issue with Overwatch is it's completely unwatchable. (laughs) And the issue with Fortnite is... As popular as the game is, I feel like they've failed. They've so far have not been able to establish a league, a standard, and something that's a casual fan can hop in and and track. You can you know follow your individual players playing the different tournaments, but when it comes to an actual league, an actual esport, I don't think they do a good job yet because there needs to be regulation and structure. League of Legends is a Riot's a machine. Yeah, like I don't. Play League of Legends. I don't like the game, but it's really easy to look at the standings, to look at the schedule, to know what's going on, who plays where, who plays when, and track with what's going on. It is the best eSport, no doubt. Yep. And I think it's a stupid game, but I think <laughs> that they do the best job making it an eSports
2: league. Play one, Mickey. League of Legends.
0: Sweeping
2: it. Easy. Casting the vote for GameZilla. Because League no one's even
0: close. And also,
2: disrespect, Rocket League should be on there. <laughs> That's true, actually. It Rocket League's be. a dopey it sport. should be, you're right. Um, I am going to do uh, Content Creator of the Year. This is one I have enjoyed in the past. So, Content You're Creator of the, year.
0: E-sports coach of the Year. I, I skipped
2: the Esports <laughs> Coach of the Year. I'm sorry. Okay. I know you were excited oh. for that one. Content Creator of the Year for a streamer or content creator who has made an important and positive impact on the industry in 2019. We have Courage, Dr. Lupo, Ewok, Griff, and Shroud.
1: Right
2: in Grim. Right in Grim. Uh, right, right in Grim, yeah. Um, so this one. Yeah, where's the Games podcast this at? This is a loaded. This is such a loaded. Just um, <laughs> <this is> such <laughs> a loaded category because, let's be honest, all of these people have done an amazing job. Let's be honest, I only know who two of them are. They've done an amazing so job. So three of them didn't do that amazing of a job. But I will teach you a little something here, and it's our newest Mixer streamer that has come to, you know, that's that has left their platform, come to Mixer. Ewok is not only uh, a super fun stream to watch, but she is also deaf and teaching people that they can still play video games with disabilities. Um, and, and things like that that, are, that would hold people back. So she, like the, the things that she's been able to do in this last year have been pretty impressive for and, and she's relatively young too. so it's cool to see that positivity and, and um, you know, put into gaming. And she's really good at video games. so it's cool, it's cool to see that. Um, I would, I'm going to have to, I mean, again, it's hard. I mean, Shroud is a, is a monster. Dr. Lupo is great. Courage is great. I don't know a lot about the, the last member, but Ewok gets my vote. Uh, Shroud is the
0: only one of these people I've ever watched. And it's because I accidentally clicked into his stream on Mixer. Um... But from what you just told me about Ewok, I'm super supportive of that person yeah. uh, big time. And now I actually do want to watch that person's stream. So, yeah, that's my vote. That's easy. If it's a deaf person who's out putting some positivity on the Internet, I'll vote for them. Yeah.
2: new. Uh, and right now, make sure to uh, go follow her because uh, new to Mixer, I believe you get a free subscription with her right now. So you would get all the the perks of subscribing for free for a full month. That's cool. Yeah. If that's still going on. If
0: not, I'm sorry. Is Miggy going to vote? Are you going to vote against the deaf person, Miggy? Because I don't support that. <laughs> As an illiterate person, I don't want you I want you voting against deaf people. I, I mean, I was going to
1: vote for Shroud, but I'm going to give in to peer pressure and go, Ewok. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. The, I mean, you can still the vote The disability community will rally. <laughs> you can still vote for Shroud. I don't need the people to turn
2: against me. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, going? boy. <laughs> We we live in cancel culture, man. This next category I have to this next category I have to do, and that's the best community support. <laughs> Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, Dude. transparency, <laughs> and responsiveness. Is this a
0: hundred percent the same games that were voted for best ongoing game? It's just all the game
2: it is but but i feel like this one community support so again let me read this recognizing a game for outstanding community support transparency and responsiveness and destiny 2 is in this list come on Bungie. destiny 2 is in this list what is going on come on Bungie. <laughs> so um yeah i'm gonna say oh sorry the, the nominees full nominees are apex legends destiny 2 Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. I don't even know who to vote for here. Community support, transparency, and responsiveness. Destiny (laughs) 2 gets last place. We're already putting them at the back.
0: Fortnite, community, like, like (laughs) you just dropped your game into a black hole for like three days. (laughs) And said nothing to anyone. (laughs) You You let them all rage for three days. You really upset a lot of dumb people.
2: You're yeah. never coming back. What about my feedback? I want a <laughs> refund right now. Give me my money, or I'm going to sue you. <laughs> I'm lawyering up. Yep. So uh, that knocks Fortnite out right there. Yep. Sorry, uh, Fortnite. The, the the amount of Tom Clancy Rainbow Six Siege that I have watched tells me that it is that I have n- there. There's no way responsiveness, community support, or anything around that. No. Nope. I'm going to give it to Apex Legends. I'm going to do this for one reason. They may not be having the greatest season three, but when you watch season one to season two and even season three, when it comes to the battle pass, the quality of the skins, the quality of the guns, the things that they did to their battle pass, because people called them out in season one for being cheap, for, for cashing it in and being lazy and respawn came out and said, we heard you. We're going to make the loot better. We're going to make stuff better. Let's let's ignore the fact that the map isn't popular. They still tried, and then the fact is that they that they are really trying to evolve the game. Um, you know, obviously we could argue the same thing about Fortnite, but I'm going to give this one to Respawn and Apex Legends. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote the way
0: the majority of Americans vote. Fortnite blindly without knowing anything. <laughs> so I'm voting for Final Fantasy. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't yeah, know anything. Yeah, who needs to do research or know anything? I'm just going to vote for oh something. Final God. Fantasy. You have to do a better job than at least three of the other candidates. And Miggy, what do you way, got? This way we mix it up a little bit.
1: My passport to Canada. But um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, Apex for the same reason. Apex,
0: all right. For the blind you. voting? I like that. <laughs> I like that you're blind the voting with me. For the same reason. Blind reason. voting. Yeah. You don't, need to know any,
2: you don't need to know anything to vote. Okay. Next category, best audio design. Recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, and... Oh, wait. Sorry. I missed one. Shakiro Shadow Die Twice. This was for the last uh, DS. <laughs> <laughs> that was for the last what? Oh, DS. Gotcha. DS. Sekrio, right? How did I say that again? Sekiro. Sekiro. Whatever. Shadow died twice. Um, so anyways, this one, man, man. I'm going to give it to my boys at the Coalition, Gears 5. The audio design of Gears is so gruesome. It's so, in, it's, the audio of that game creates a setting. It, it, it puts, it creates tension. It It, it is very well done. And I'm gonna give it to. I don't think they're gonna win it, but uh, but Gears Five is where my vote's going. I'm also gonna vote Gears Five. I like Woo! the I like
0: the just the the gore sound yep. effects alone yep. excite me. So play one me. Get your finger ready. Do
1: I ever? Okay, so I'm going to give it to <laughs> Death Stranding.
2: And if you play the game with headphones on, it, it really. It I, I really will kept. say that I've watched your stream, and I always wear headphones when I'm in the game room, so um, I can say it is very good. It is very good, but Gears Five for me. All right, cool. Here we go. Presented by Samsung Q- uh, QLED, Best Art Direction for Outstanding Creative and or Technical Achievement. In Artistic Design and Animation. This one, this one is a loaded category with Control, Death Stranding, Gris, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Secreo, Shadow Die Twice, and The Legend of Zelda's Link Awakening. Yeah. Link's Awakening. Yeah, it's adorable. So again, Art Direction. I'm gonna throw a wild one out here for best art direction. My vote goes to Gris. No, Nomada Studios, Gris. It is such a beautiful looking game. Unique. It 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 is art. It, 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 true art that is playable. I mean, that's that's the best way I can put it. Really, really unique. I really want to give it to Legend of Zelda Links Awakening, because I personally had such a fun time with it. It is a cute rendition of Zelda. but I feel like every time we get a Zelda, we sit back and say the art direction's great. like mm-hmm. it's expected of the franchise. Gris is a you know a brand new developer with 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 an amazing uh, job done with the art direction. Uh, for outstanding,
0: creative, and or. Technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Yep, so you're gonna give it to Death Stranding. Dude, the game is beautiful. <laughs> oh, I, I keep clicking <laughs> off of it. Two farts. I'm voting Death Stranding. Yeah! It looks Yeah! yeah! It it you is did it! it is a beautiful game. Despite game in quotations, despite <laughs> it not looking even remotely fun in any way possible. It is beautiful. I get I get Snapchat screenshots multiple times a day from our boy sci-fi AJ, who's playing the game, and I'm like, dude, the game looks so pretty. And when you get in the streams, it is a really gorgeous game. So I I have to give it that. I'm not going to sit you know sit there and blindly hate on the one area of the game that I do respect immensely. Play one, Mickey.
2: Oh, it really is
1: a hard one for me. Um, it is. But I think, man, man, controller has controllers got some good, good, good art. I'm, I'm going to have to go Death Stranding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 All right, Death Stranding, the first vote from GameZilla. There we go. Next up is Best Action Adventure Game. For the best action adventure game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Uh, I'd like to point out that it is action slash adventure, not
0: action and adventure, because at least one of the games in here has very little action,
2: but a lot of adventure. Oh, God. Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding. A lot of adventure, not a lot of action. (laughs) Resident Evil 2, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, and once again... I, I I would say it again for me, Mickey. I, I'm always I'm changing it every time. I feel like Sekiro. Sekiro shadows die twice. All right, action adventure, huh? Combat combining combat, puzzle solving. Man, I'm giving it to The Legend of Zelda's Link's Awakening for me. I have to give it a vote. This game was something I had no idea what it was getting into. Never played the Game Boy, never played the Game Boy Edition. I love this game. Didn't stop until I beat it. It gets my vote.
0: I have I have a point that I just came to that I realized if I follow my heart, it will come across slightly hypocritical. Is it fair for me to dump on Resident Evil 2 a remake of a game that was prettied up and then vote for Link's Awakening? which is a remake of a game that was prettied up. I don't think it's really fair. I'm going to give my vote to Control, actually, on this one. Okay. I love Link's Awakening, but I don't know. I'm not going to. I feel like that would be compromising on uh, the reason I don't think Resident Evil belongs in here. Player one, Mickey. Got that finger ready? Because I think
1: I'm going to have to go ahead and go with Control.
2: (laughs) Control is vote is in and best action adventure game from Gamezilla. All right, now we move into what the best action game. This is
0: what a stupid no. Why is it different? It's different. It's
2: not for the best. That was action slash. The slash means it doesn't have to have both. This one is for the best game in the action genre, (laughs) focused primarily. On combat, so you'll uh, see Death Stranding uh, is not in this list. All right. See? See? So best action game is Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro Exodus.
0: I'll start it off. I'm voting Astral Chain. It was a cool game to watch, even though I didn't play it. Nani? Uh, Mickey. We're gonna reverse re- re- swing this around here. Yeah, so I want to I wanna hop in right away. Get my yep. astral chain vote in. All right, I think I'm it's a- cool. I think it's cool that the platinum game got nominated. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm gonna have to go with Devil May Cry Five.
2: Devil May Cry Five. Mm. Well, best action game of the year is uh, no brainer. It's Gears Five. We got a three way tie. So mm. if someone in the chat wants to break this tie. Gears Five was so good, and there it is, Fox McCloud server with Astral Chain. So we're going to give it that vote. I That would have been my, my second my second vote. Easy. But I can't go away from... Uh, I'm a Gears guy. I can't go away from Gears. So Astral Chain locking it in for GameZilla's best action game. All right. We've got here. We've made it all the way. We've done all the categories that matter. And that leads us to the end which is game of the year, game of 2019, recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Do I have to read that again to you, Miggy? Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Thank think y'all struggling with that last word okay fields yeah well in
0: death stranding all you do is walk through fields with a bunch of crap on your back
2: all right so here are the nominees for game of the year control death stranding resident evil 2 come on say it again for me mickey Sekiro. Sekiro, Shadow Die Twice, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. Those are your nominees for Game of the Year. Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Shadow Die Twice, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. Mm. I want to start this off very interesting. I want player one, Miggy, to go first. Oh! Why, oh my gosh! <laughs> don't, don't do this to me. <laughs> oh. <sighs> uh, okay. Player one, Miggy, game of the year. Go. Okay. 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 Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, Resident Evil Two was great, but uh, but it was a remake, so I can't quite. It was. It was great. It was great. No, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, controls asleep.
2: Why you do this to me, Grim? Why you do this to me? I um, want to see the mind work. I want to see this process go with player one, Miggy. Here, I knew it wasn't going to be easy. So, Smash Brothers is awful. Outer worlds came out of nowhere.
1: I'm just gonna have to probably uh. <laughs> get a little death training. Death training.
2: No, oh, I no. gave you a chance, Miggy. I gave you the opportunity. <laughs> no. <laughs> Death Stranding. Just, I wanted. To, I was leaning. He- I, was, button I was leaning heavily
1: towards Control because it came, of, it, it came out of
2: podcast. The entire, the entire company is just tra- tanking.
1: Mark, up. mark my words. When it walks away on, on December twelfth with the
2: Game
0: of the Year award, it won't mean anything because Kojima and Jeff Knightley are just buddies. It won't mean anything <laughs> because I'm waiting to the end of this section of our show to point out awards are stupid <laughs> and they never go to the right people. I have the Ron Swanson approach to awards because. I'm a metal fan, and I realize that the Grammys are a bunch of garbage years ago when I was a child, and I was like, wait a second. That's not just true about the Grammys. All the award shows are stupid. So, okay. You want me, you want me to go next? You want to you you close it out? In. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I uh, the only one of these games I've actually put any time into is Smash Brothers, but it's not even the best fighting game of the year, so I'm not going to vote it as the best game of the year. That's fair. Um, you know, I've watched, I've watched some footage from the other ones and the the one that I am continuously the most impressed with and thinking, man, I really wish I had time to play it is actually the outer worlds. Yeah. I think it's a really, really cool, uh, game that they brought out and it's a fresh IP and I don't know, man, if I wasn't needing to put more time into borderlands and I wanted a big RPG adventure to play that's, you know, in the first person I'd be playing outer worlds.
2: Yeah, I, um, I, there, you got a good point. You have a really good point. I, I look at the Game of the Year award in a weird way. I almost never pick the right answer when it comes to the Game of the Year award because I look at it in such a unique way that I like seeing games like Control yeah, or The Outer Worlds, um, even Sekrio Shadow Die Twice. I mean, From Software has that. They have the formula when it comes to those style of games. They just they just put it in a different universe every time and it works. You know, like good, that's good for them. Resident Evil 2, I know it's really good, but it's a remake. And like I have such a hard time at that point saying, yeah, you're game of the year when you already had a story handed to you. You already had you already had concept handed to you. Control, it was unique. The outer worlds, though you were inspired by other games, was unique. Death Stranding was very was unique. like that's the one thing I can always give Kojima. It is out there. It is weird. It is usually interesting in the fact that I don't even know what the hell I'm watching sometimes, but I'm still intrigued to a point. But the reason I never win is I love the underdog. I love the person that maybe a lot of others look at and say it doesn't belong there and that's why I have to go and give it to the outer world. Obsidian came in with a track record that was, yeah, they worked on, you know, Fallout, New Vegas. Yeah, they did Pillars of Eternity. They've had some decent games, but they've never come out and just dropped something that was just so perfect.
0: It was so good. It's polished. And we're, we're used to seeing again, we're taking shots at Bethesda, who puts out this style of game. It's buggy as hell. But they're a mess. And this came out, and it was clean and it just worked. And that's what's cool about it. That's, what, yeah. that's what's impressive about it.
2: Yep. So, I mean, I would my vote would either go Outer Worlds of Control, but Outer Worlds has a little more connection to me. I like it. I've watched plenty of it. I've played it, and it is... It is truly special to the point where when you, as a developer, come out and say, our own game has beaten our own expectations, you know you've put something special out there. By a lot. Like, they were very very taken back with,
0: you know, I think they
2: expected this to be sort
0: of one of those slightly under the radar, but cult games, Yeah, and it came out,
2: and it's... It's been a huge success, so, yeah. and I think I think like most most of these games belong in this game of the year. I think you're right. Super Smash Brothers up here is weird. It would be interesting to see a fighting game win game of the year because I don't know the last time that's happened, um, if ever. If, if ever, uh, the you know I feel like. You know, Dark Souls and Bloodborne, like, like, from software is always up here. They're always up here, and it's, and it's the same formula that's tried and true, and it just works, and that's why they always end up up here, but they don't necessarily walk away with the awards all the time. See, that's part of my problem is, okay,
0: uh, the sh- shadows die twice. Yeah, it's, it's, a re- it's a From Software game, so it's it's certainly really polished, but it still fits the From Software formula. Resident Evil 2 is a remake. I love Smash Ultimate, but at the end of the day, it's just a game that's continuing to build on uh, you know a 20-year-old franchise that it's polishing and cleaning and adding a little bit. But Control, Death Stranding, and Outer Worlds are fresh IPs that brought new things to the table, and that's the kind of stuff I like to see. Yeah. You know, is a game that
2: freshens things up. Even
0: a couple years ago when I was pushing for Breath of the Wild, that was like a whole revamp of the series. Yeah.
2: And bottom line with Death Stranding is I'll give it credit that it's pretty like and we and that's why we voted it in for uh, you know, for for one of the awards what the hell was it? Uh best uh visual design. Yeah, or visual something design. design. Yeah. So art direction. Art direction. So I mean, it it is cool and it is but but the bottom line is it's the it is the patriots of of game of the year it is the yankees of game of the year we knew before this game even you know was in people's hands it was going to be on game of the year ballot because it's kojima like i feel like it has an unfair advantage to a point the game is not perfect the game is has has its issues. The reviews came out and people are like, it's beautiful, but I think I hate it. Like there there some of the reviews were so weird and it's, confusing. It's a polarizing just like, game. Just yeah, it was a polarizing game. So when I sit here and I read recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields, and I watch Miggy have a hard time drive a motorbike up a mountain because of the control scheme, I can't give it game of the year. I just can't. I just I can't do it. It's too easy. It just feels like it's this path of like, we were here to support Kojima when he left When he left Konami. We were behind him all the way, and that's why everybody jumped on board with this project. And now that it's here and it's out, we're going to make sure that it wins Game of the Year to prove everybody that you know Kojima's the greatest and Konami's the worst. And to a point, I respect that, but I just can't give it Game of the Year. I can't. Just can't. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong but The Outer Worlds is a better game. It's certainly more appealing to me. <sighs> Control's a better game. There's multiple games on this game of the year list that is better than Death Stranding. And if, and if there'd be another game here that w- would, would be so hard for me not to vote for that if it didn't release on the cutoff, the cutoff week, the cutoff day, practically, of nominee selection and that is Star Wars, and this is crazy because it's an EA game, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order deserved to be on Game of the Year for this, and because it missed the cut, it won't be on Game of the Year next year because it literally came out too soon. It'll be forgotten because you're going to have Last of Us Part 2 You're going to have Cyberpunk 2077. You're going to have all these games that, unfortunately, are going to bury that game. It's never going to have a chance to actually earn what, it, what it's deserved. I, I think because... As much as we love
0: Star Wars, and as good as the game is, I think that is that that licensed title is going to hurt it in comparison. You, yeah. yeah, in it just in in critiques minds yeah. in in comparison though. To be honest I would much rather play a game that is a Canon Star Wars video game than pretty much any other story driven game because I love it mm-hmm. um, but I, th- I think that will overall hurt it you know when it comes to like a narrative standpoint compared to something that is an
2: original content I think it could it it could hurt it but it could also play in the role that spider-man played mm-hmm Spider-Man with Insomniac, you know, there's a license. Yeah. There's a, there's a there's that whole style. This game is that it is Disney Lucas Films getting involved with Respawn. Okay, let's drop the EA name out of it and talk Respawn meets, you know, Disney and Lucas Films to create a canon story of Star Wars that actually fits into the the universe, and it's amazing. It is it is it has blown like. If there was a category that says game that, that beat all expectations, you know, the game that wowed you the most this year, it's Star Wars, hands down. Mm-hmm. There's not another game that just blew me away from, from expectations. So I don't, I don't know what to say more about that, but yeah.
1: Question for you guys, real quick um, Do you think that there will be a big uproar, a big problem if. Uh, Death Stranding um, claims like, well, one game of the year, two multiple awards because of the connections that Kojima's had and all the cameos in the game? It
2: concerns me. It does concern me that that a lot of... (sighs) I really appreciate his public face, right? He is—he is that person that—that that is the the Reggie. He is—he is the Phil Spencer. He is—he is that character that 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 helps push the gaming industry. And I like—and lo- I love him for that. He's a champion of the gaming he industry. Is. He is, and so don't ever take that away from him. But at the same time, this this like this just victory road that he's been traveling since he left konami has been the fun to watch and it's been fun to cheer him on but it doesn't mean that everything he touches turns gold i'm sorry it doesn't and he can make mistakes and you know bottom line death stranding is weird it's it, and it's it's so weird that people want to play it and and then they're interested in it and that could be and that that makes a game good for somebody you know like miggy is enjoying this game Good for him. Miggy voted for Death Stranding from his own opinion. Good for him. That's how impactful it was to him. This game went so sideways on me that I was a day one supporter of Kojima, and that first trailer I was on board, and by the time the game came out, I was out. So when when you can have that, as you said, polar opposite reaction to a game, it's hard for me to sit there and say, Yeah, it's game of the year. It just it's hard for me to do that. Like when Witcher 3-1 there weren't many people that could sit there and argue Witcher 3. Even if you've never played it, you could sit back and go, Wow, that was impressive. When God of War won, like I was I voted for Spider-Man because Spider-Man affected me that much, but I knew God of War was gonna win and and even people that didn't play God of War respected the win. Mm-hmm. This one this one seems different and I and I don't know. And I'm also you also have to play that card of Kojima is so buddy buddy, even with the even with the person that that builds the video game awards. Jeff Knightley like created this event and he is like best friends with Kojima. So I don't know. It just it bugs me. And because of it, it gives it that sense of that Yankees, that Patriots, you know, just the just the sheer like favorite and i don't i generally don't lean that way when it comes to my votes because it doesn't they don't necessarily it doesn't necessarily deserve it and i'm not not because it's not a good game but just i don't think it deserves game of the year it's going to win awards that i know i just don't think it deserves the game of the year award
0: Awards are dumb at the end of the day. I know we just spent an hour talking about what we think is the best, but award shows, I don't know. I just always feel like the people that vote on them make bad decisions, and uh, I always end up disappointed. So I don't like watching award
2: shows. So bottom line if you want to talk more about the video game awards, you want to talk about how wrong I am about Dust Stranding, whatever it is, we have a Discord. That is where you want to come hang out with us. Join the Discord, talk video games all day, every day, and you know, let's get ready for this event and and get ready. Uh, we'll be we'll most likely be streaming it into some aspect where we can see how our votes pay off to to what actually wins and just have a fun time with the community. But overall. Um, I'm not super upset now that I've actually gone through and we broke down the nominees. I don't feel like there were too many games where I'm like, where the hell, like, where the hell's Rocket League? Where where's this? Where's that? Right. Um, I don't I I can't think of too many video games that I bought this year that I feel like are missing in this in this uh you Tw- know, list. Twenty
0: nineteen was very much a year of me playing games that I bought on sale that were popular last year. Like I put a lot of times into Spider-Man and stuff. I put a ton of times into Ro- into Rocket League, like Mortal Kombat and Borderlands were the only games I bought brand new and put time into that I can think of. You know, I bought Luigi's Mansion. Haven't really played it much yet. Just to, you know, play the first, the intro mission. Um, Pokemon came out after the deadline. I don't know what category it would even be nominated for, you know, best family game to be in there with the rest of the Nintendo stuff. Um, but you know that was after the deadline, the same day as Star Wars. So I don't know. I we we originally talked about it, like, oh, it seems like there's a bunch of stuff missing, and I was like, I don't know. I guess there's not that much missing that I'm upset that I'd be right. upset about.
2: And we know, and, and like you said, Pokemon came out same day as Star Wars. They didn't make the cut, so the Pokemon not being there it makes sense. Yeah. Now, are you are you okay or upset the fact that Borderlands Three isn't up for Game of the Year?
0: I you know I love Borderlands Three, but. Was it my favorite new release of the year? Probably, you know, that was eligible for voting. but it's it's still like the the reason I liked control, Death stranding, and outer worlds all being up here is because they're fresh new IPS. As yeah. much as I love Borderlands three, it's a refined sequel. I can't sit here and say that I you know, I don't think Smash is the best game of the year because it's a refined sequel. And then say, "Oh, but Borderlands should have been like I got to stay consistent with that." And yeah. all because it was my favorite game that I played. You know, that was a new release this year. I don't. I don't think it. I would rather see a fresh new IP get the get the acclaim this year, yeah. or something that was refined. Like God of War, not wasn't a fresh new IP a year or two ago, but it was refined. Everything seemed so new and fresh. Yeah. Borderlands didn't feel so new and fresh. It felt polished. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, a polished-up continuation of a story, to me, doesn't climb to game of the year. I'd rather see innovation.
2: Yeah. No, that's fair. All right. Well, once again, let us know what you think. Join the Discord, and uh, we'll uh, we'll keep the conversation going there. But uh, we wanted to add on one tail end. We we reached out in the Discord, and this is another reason why you should join. And we asked people for some, for some options for the show. Uh, one of those options came from frustrated Canadian and he said that he would like to hear some of our upcoming games. What are we most excited about now that we're celebrating 2019? What are we most excited about coming up in 2020? So we built a list for FC and for all of you of uh, games coming in 2020 that I think um, we could build some hype around. We'll get started here with um, my, <laughs> honestly, it's probably my game of 2020. I can't imagine that there's there's some other big ones out there, the ones that should that that will win awards, that will win game of the year. But this one hits me right here at home, and that is Ori and the Will of the Wisps coming out 2020. Um, Ori and the Blind Forest was the original, Ori and the Will-O-Wisp is your your sequel coming out, and I can't wait for it, Metroidvania-style game, which you know is my favorite, and this game is going to be everything for me, so I cannot wait. Uh, Next up is one that I believe um, Deadite is also pretty excited for, Gods and Monsters. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, very. We don't know a lot about it. Still slated for 2020, but God and Monsters it looks looks really cool. Um, of course, we we bring in player one, Miggy here. Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, yeah. Yep. So um, I've seen this in person. It looks <sighs> fantastic. Tifa. You know, but Square Enix was an asshole to me, so I'm out. They were. They were assholes to me at PAX, uh, at PAX West. Did I not hear about this? Did you not hear about it? I don't think I did, but I'm not surprised because. You were not allowed to take photos or video of the, like, even if you're standing like on the side of, yeah. of the screen. Okay. No photos, no video. They had people with signs that were walking back and forth. Well, they had it built in, like, a part of the city of Final Fantasy VII, like, the whole booth. Yeah, and you could sit on the bike that Cloud drives you could go see like crazy cool like steampunk looking walls and stuff and I was capturing that stuff now mind you I cu- you can't even see the games you can't even see the systems they're playing on from where I was standing and I had people running up to me like yelling at me that I'm not allowed to take photos of the gameplay and I'm like I'm there- I can't even see the gameplay here I'm taking pictures of, of your booth and they're like, well, there better be not being any gameplay on it, and and like we're like kind of threatening me about the fact that I was breaking the rule. I'm like, yeah, they're breaking that square. And Enix so muscle. I looked right at him. I'm like, can I? Am I allowed to take a picture of this bike? And they're like, yes. Am I allowed to take a picture of this wall? I'm like, and they said yes. I'm like, then leave me alone because that's what I'm doing. And I just walked away and shook my head. And then and then I stopped and I turned back and I looked at him. I was like, you know, you know how many people have already filmed your game here? I'm like, do you realize that people are filming your game? Right now, like <laughs> what you're like, yelling at do me? Do you realize it's already on the internet? Like, calm down, dude! Like, people are going to buy your game. People can't wait for this game. Like, you yeah. need to chill out. And it was all because it was a beta, and it wasn't. It doesn't. It's not the true form of the game, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Anyways, it's gonna sell. People are gonna love it, and um, you know, it's definitely yeah, a game to get excited for. Yeah, talk about a game that.
0: Okay, this again, yeah, it's a remake. But it, it could be a game of the year contender because again they're innovating they're yeah. changing yeah. things up it's a whole new game it's a whole That's new true. way of telling the story I would be again much more okay with this winning game of the year next year than
2: Resident Evil yeah. let's be honest it has no chance in hell winning game of the year unfortunately the, the this this year twenty twenty is people, loaded people love their Final Fantasy seven no people There's love no it way. I don't get it but people love it next game Watch Dogs Legion stop what are you oh what are you oh. doing. But, Hold on, that that was a typo. My my bad. Are you
0: just copying and pasting? Do you not even pay attention to what you're putting? Who in the world is excited for
2: Watch Dogs Legion? Like I said, next game, Animal Crossing New Horizons. (laughs) Okay, okay.
0: We breezed (laughs) over that one quick. (laughs) Oh, man. Man, Animal... (laughs) Man, two in a row that I'm just like, nope. Hard, nope. I'm more likely to play Final Fantasy than Watchdog Legion or Animal Crossing.
2: I don't, what, Watchdog Legion, that's not on the list. Oh, okay. You're right. I'm sorry, I must have had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Animal Crossing New Horizons. I know there's a lot of people excited for it, so there you go. Not, not not so much me, but um, yeah. The, the, I thought on the the FC asked for games we're excited about. Yeah, we did. That's why I put this one in for you. Rainbow Six Quarantine. This actually looked really interesting. I don't know if you remember it from E3. Uh, this is the one that is a single player. Oh yeah, yeah. This does look cool. And it's like that outbreak outbreak situation, Rainbow Six Quarantine. So the gameplay of Rainbow Six has always interested me, but I, I'm not interested in the competitive scene. So mm-hmm. being able to turn that into like a story driven, like fun game that I believe might have some co op aspects mm-hmm. to it um, could be a lot of fun. Yeah, this so. one actually
0: looks cool considering ra- the. The last time I played Rainbow Six was the original one on PC, and I was eight and couldn't figure out the controls, uh, so I
2: hated it. So I never played a Rainbow Six game again. That's fair. That's fair. So this one looks good. Okay. This one I think maybe a few people might be excited for. I don't know. Possibly. But that is The Last of Us Part Two, a.k.a. another definitely going to be in the Game of the Year contention and uh, Mickey just uh, did something that we can't talk about on the air. We might get banned from Mixer if we talk too much about it.
0: This one from the things on our list, uh, top three for me in excitement. You top three? Yeah, I I haven't finished Last of Us one, but I really like it.
2: Top three? Wow. Okay. All right. I'm. This one is okay. So I, obviously, I I talk a lot of like shit about about last of us about naughty dog not because i actually believe it but because i like giving people a hard time i've played last of us 2 a little bit and it's it's cool like it's fine like and i can understand why people love it and it's their favorite game ever i get that but um last of us part two i'm i've already expressed my worry around this game with how big they're trying to make it how the scale that they've talked about this Mm -hmm. game being and how much it flexes away from what the first game was in the sense of that game design. And that, that I don't want to see a company, we've seen this in the past, a company has success, they, they, they look like they're starting a good franchise, and then they, they just go huge, and because of it they fumble bad, and the game doesn't end up you know turning out to being what we all expected. Yeah, doesn't mean it's bad, it just might be okay you know and that's and i i want this to be like people play 1 and then they go play 2 and it's life changing like that's what it needs to be because that's what people are expecting so we'll see last of us part 2 obviously a big a big one for a lot of people
0: i really got to finish that game i got to finish last of us one
2: my number 2 next to ori and most people's number 1 at this point it's pretty easy cyberpunk 2077 this game has more, I, I want to say this game has more hype than Last of Us Part II. Easy at this point. This game has so much to live up to. It looks so cool. It sounds so cool. But in the end, you know, we'll see Project Red be able to recapture the magic that they've done, you know, with The Witcher here with a brand new franchise i really hope so because this is the world that i want to play in first like the witcher i'm mm-hmm. that futuristic style guy this screams me and it's my number two i just don't want to see it like i said before so much hype so much expectation that that we go into it and and there's you know it's a letdown but i mean my boy keanu reeves is in it thank you he looks. He's looking mighty. Breath and kicking. and it's just for me. I can't wait for this game.
0: I'm pretty excited. I'm really worried this is going to fall into one of those games. That I'm like, yeah, I really want to play this, and then I never do. Man, I'm I really. Hope, I I'm hope really this afraid this is the next Spider-Man for you. Yeah. I haven't let my hype level get. I I learned a personal lesson about the Spider-Man hype. Yeah. And it was man, I really shouldn't get hype that hype about anything that's not a Nintendo game that I know I'm gonna buy. Yeah. But you did end up enjoying
2: Spider-Man eventually.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and see, we've had this conversation, and we might have been talking about last week. I'm doing it with Star Wars. Like yeah. I'm, you know, like I'm really excited. I really want to play it. I love hearing uh, all your stuff you're saying about it. But with it coming out the same day as Pokemon, with me having other games I need to play, I'm gonna wait till till Star Wars is on sale and I have time for it. That's fair.
2: Uh, okay, moving on. It is Marvel's Avengers by Square Enix. This one, I'm I am excited for. Obviously, I know a lot of people haven't liked the uh, the the rendering of the characters, but overall, this is um, this is a game that looks really cool. The that the the little bit of gameplay we've seen is, is promising, and it's that it's finally that Marvel game that's just like hot, like super cool, super nice graphics compared to say like I enjoyed Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Yeah. But I mean it felt it felt old. It felt dated because it was played just like Ultimate Alliance, you know, two, one, X-Men Legends. It's that, that typical. So this is that game that I want. I want this and the fact that Square Enix is talking about adding characters and building you know c- continuously continuing to build the world out so that it's not just this linear story that you're going to you're going to keep playing this game they they kind of hinted in that sense of like this is going to be like destiny with a marvel skin on it and i was like okay i could i could really if it's good i could lose a lot of time to this game
0: i'm really worried that i just don't ever play this one because like i'm like oh it looks really good but I'm, you know, I'm also just wondering if this is something that I ended like my. I am not letting myself get real excited about this one. I think I want to know a roadmap a little bit more. Exactly what's going oh, to be yeah, offered, for sure. you know? Because yeah, it's one of those things like, oh, the intro trailer looks like it's a it's a fun game, but I, I need to know more about it. And it's one of those things like because I'm not necessarily a fan of Square Enix as a studio. That, that also causes my hype to be a little bit mitigated where again with last of us and with cyberpunk I feel like a, a little I know a little bit more of what I'm gonna expect yeah absolutely
2: uh one of the indie games I'm excited for in 2020 I played it at uh, pax is carrion uh, it's like a parasitic weird game from mm. uh, digital digital revolver um, or digital devolver sorry and it is a very interesting looking game where you are this weird red organism that you just kind of like Sludging around and shooting around, and you're growing and trying to take over more and more, and and, and expand. It's it was a lot of fun. It it's kind of reminds me of like flow in a way. If you yeah, remember flow, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but just darker and creepier. So, um, but yeah. Now you don't have to worry about a trailer on this one. No, I'm trying to think about the game. You haven't seen it. What what was it was called again? C a r r i o n. Oh, carry on. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, are you familiar with it now? Yep. Yeah. Red blob. Yeah, the red blob. There you go. All right, next game is Dying Light 2. This is a big one for a lot of people. If you uh, enjoy Dying Light, it's been a long time since we've uh we've really heard a whole lot of what's going on for Dying Light 2, but it is coming out in 2020 and it is that next piece of this of uh of this franchise that looks really cool that fast running action style um you know, live live on top of buildings and, and stay off the ground. And um, in the first game, you were running a lot of, like, errands, so you were kind of like Death Stranding, but instead you had weapons and you actually had fun with action. So, I mean, like, it was better than Death Stranding, but, you know, that, that's just my opinion. Anyways, <laughs> that's Dying Light 2 is um, is coming out in 2020, and I, I know people like uh, Chops, for example, is probably very excited for this game. He was a big Dying Light fan. Uh, Mine, uh, Minecraft Dungeons. <laughs> I'm not a Minecraft fan, right? Like, I, Minecraft doesn't really do it for me. But Minecraft Dungeons looks fantastic. It looks like Gauntlet meets Diablo, and it's going to be on Game Pass. So for me, it's an easy, you know, easy to get into. So I am uh, I'm very excited to uh, to give this a try. I think even this is one that you had talked about getting into, right, Dead Eye? I? Uh, I, I'm at least intrigued by it uh, more than I am Minecraft. Have I will not have an
0: Xbox Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you will. Um, I, I'm, I'm more interested in this than I am Minecraft, but I would also maybe be even more interested in Diablo 4 than this if we're talking, like, upcoming dungeon crawlers, you know?
2: Well, yeah, but I mean... Minecraft dungeons is going to be it's going to be you know part of your game pass cuz you're going to have Xbox and you're going to have game pass and you're going to be playing arc with me I'm not subscribing sea of thieves you know we're going to I I found out today I'm getting gouged
0: for my internet and there it's hopeless because there aren't any other reasonable providers in
2: my city so mm. I'll never be able to afford mm. uh, a game pass so,
1: is there sir McDonald's on the street from you Man,
0: you, 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 now
2: you're on to something. All right, one that one that is uh, super close to to me, and and I'm so excited it's finally coming out. Fantasy Star Online Two. Woo! My goodness, has it been a journey to get to this? <laughs> don't you dare! Don't you dare! First of all, you don't even know what you're talking about. That's that's my mo. I don't know what I'm talking about most of the time. Fantasy Star Online 2, 2020, super <laughs> excited for this game to finally be coming to America. <sighs> you're you're excited. I mean,
0: you and the dozen other people in North America that want to play there this game. There are plenty
2: of people that want to <laughs> play this game, okay? Plenty of people. Two right here. That's right. Fantasy Star Online 2, I can't wait. Um, of course, uh, next year is the mark of the new Xbox, and with it, the launch title halo infinite this is another huge game if it's done right you could see this in a game of the year uh spot and a redemption of halo the the re- the rebirth of the franchise um let's hope that the uh the halo infinite actually lives up to what we're you know what we hope for and um we're gonna we're gonna we don't know a whole lot about the game yet but um, we're going to find out this year and then it's going to hit at the end of the year. So it won't be up. Actually, I take this back. It won't be eligible for game of the year. Most likely. Cause by the time it launches, it'll be past the, uh, the cutoff mark. Yep. But it, w- but it is a game to look forward to in 2020. All right, I'm gonna move. Uh, I'm gonna move fast through the rest of these because I'm getting yelled at by Deadite. We're we're running long. So um, Super Meat Boy Forever turn, was supposed to be just a, a mobile game. Got got um, expanded into a true sequel, and um, we're excited to actually get a new Super Meat Boy game. Crossfire X is that new first person shooter that uh, is hitting the Xbox and has already been super popular on the PC. Uh, a, a new choice for people that are looking for competitive gaming. Bleeding Edge. From Ninja Theory, is that really weird game looks cool. looks uh, that super looks cool. super cool, kind of you know Overwatch stylish, but 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 with really creepy looking characters. Doom Eternal, of course. Uh, Slight, it's got the delay, but it means going to be it's Doom. I, we have a lot of high hopes for it. And then um, this one, this last one is for is for Miggy, Half Life Alec. Did I say it right, Alex. Alex. Oh my bad, Half Life Alex. The VR. The VR experience, the the new Half Life content that they're only going to provide to you in VR. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mickey. This is not the way that Half Life should be. I'm not excited for it either. You're thrilled. You just bought in that VR. You literally were late to the studio because you bought VR. Is that what that was? They told me it was an Xbox. (laughs) All right, and then lastly, I just wanted to throw a couple 2020 hopefuls out there. Right, we just added a couple that are not confirmed, but 2020 hopefuls. We got Everwild by Rare. Looks cool. Overwatch 2, which is a high probability that we're going to see it in 2020. Agreed. Diablo 4. J- I just stated it looks interesting. Yep. Metroid Prime 4. Had to throw it in there. Had to throw it in there. Happy Metroid Monday, everybody. Ah. Very excited if it happens. If Yeah, I would. Oh, my goodness. And then, of Just course... Just thinking about it makes me want to get up and punch yeah. myself in the
0: face with excitement. <laughs> That's the one. See, like I said, hype train completely out of control, yep. but I also know I'm it's a day Nintendo. one buy. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, yeah. it's a Nintendo game. Yep. It's,
2: it's a Switch game. It's a day one buy. It's Metroid Prime. And then, of course, the, the game that is a 2020 hopeful that everybody is hoping for, praying for, and that is the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Here's the problem. It's not going to happen.
0: I don't want both those games in 2020. Oh, it's got to yeah. be one or the other. Yeah, yeah.
2: You cannot give
0: me Metroid Prime and then two months later Breath of the Wild sequel. But they can. They can't. And they will. I, I emotionally am not stable enough for that. I do see. So, so, Chop says he hopes for Sword and Shield Ultra to come out next year. Yeah, I mean, that's what they do. So, I mean. I've never bought into the the sequel, though.
2: Yeah. So, you never played Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon? No,
0: because Sun and Moon
2: Blue. Yeah, but, but those games weren't good. Yeah, but Sun and Moon I've never Ultra. played Black
0: and White 2. I've never played Crystal. I've never played Emerald. I've never played
2: Yellow. I've never played any of the like sequel. Huh. Interesting. All right. Well, those are our games of 2020 and hopefuls of 2020. Uh, thanks to frustrated Canadian for the suggestion within the Discord. If you want to influence this podcast uh, week in and week out, it happens in the Discord. So join today, talk with gamers from around the world. It's free, so like, why not? Just do it. Just do it. Just join it. Another thing you just need to do is support the GameZilla
0: podcast on Patreon. Podrast? Go to patreon.com slash Media. Grim just almost spit his drink all over his computer. Oh, man. That was bad timing. That was real bad timing. Support us on Patreon. (laughs) We need your money. There's bills to pay to keep this podcast going. And not just this podcast, but, of course, all the other great podcasts available on media.com. And everywhere you listen to this podcast, I'm talking Legend of Retro, Noobs and Dragons, Noiseland Arcade, Last Action Podcast, and us, the GameZilla Podcast. Uh, Learn everything you need to know about uh, Patreon and about GameZilla at GameZillaMedia.com.
2: That's right, everybody we are not going because we already have an hour and a half long show we are not going to do a Zilla update this week. we will bring you something next week but uh, for right now, we just want to thank everybody for tuning in to episode 288 of the Gamezilla podcast like uh, like we said brought to you by our patrons and uh, if you if you enjoy the content, there is plenty more to be consumed at gameslowmedia.com Anything else? Um, no. No? All right. Mickey, you got any last words? Nothing. Nothing. Thank you. Death Stranding sucks. Have a great night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody, have a great night. Remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game, game on. on.